Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another episode of the Cracked Interviews. I am your host, Max Rothman, and we are well underway with the grass court season. And, you know, Gruskin and I have been talking about all the, the crazy results, the crazy storylines, talking about, you know, the, the up-and-comers, the, the veterans who have been doing well. Uh, and we haven't had a chance to, to bring on, you know, any, anyone under the Cracked Interviews podcast recently. We had Whitney Osegway, you know, a, a rising up-and-comer, you know, last episode, and you know, I figured uh, it was my turn to, to bring on a, a new rising star onto the, the ATP tour. And uh, I'm very excited today to bring on, uh, you know, a fellow Encino guy and who shares the exact same area code as me. And that is Emilio Nava, former blue chip and recently turned pro. Welcome to the Crocked Interviews, man. Hey, no, uh, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Looking to have some fun. Absolutely. Uh, you know, like I said, you know, it, it's Awesome. Whenever I see someone with the 818 area code, it always makes me smile because I always get shit from my friends who have the 310 and I'm sure, you know, back in the day you got you got a little bit of that too. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It was awesome, <laughs> especially playing these national tournaments, seeing some of the 818, it's like, "Oh, dude, we got to win this tournament." <laughs> <laughs> well, if only we had the chance to play doubles. I actually funny enough, yeah. uh I played in a tournament in Thousand Oaks recently. It was my coach's tournament. Uh, and me and my doubles partner from high school played your brother and Nick Borchenko, one of his doubles partners um, from college. And actually, it was a sick match. We lost in a tiebreaker. It was a pro set 8-7. Um, but uh, it was pretty, pretty funny playing your, playing your brother in a tournament. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and even further back in the day, I, I played with Eduardo. So, uh, you know... I think it's only natural that you and I have to play now. Yeah, no, actually, both your brothers. We, we got to set that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'll just have to fly out to. You're in, you're in Spain right now, right? Yeah, I'm in Spain right now, training. Yeah. Cool. So maybe that's a, a good place to start. Kind of, kind of talk to us. So, where, where have you been recently? What's kind of, what's kind of your, you know, game plan right now? You're in Spain training. Are you getting ready for, for any tournaments? Uh, yeah, I've actually, you know, I've been here for like about two months. Uh, I was also here to get ready for the clay season as well. So I played the the Milan Grade A, and then I played French Open, and then uh, and then I just came back here and just started training on the grass and getting ready for the for the grass season. And for so Roehampton and Wimby. Yeah, absolutely. And and so did you did you choose Spain for a reason? You know, obviously you, you were trying to get ready for the clay court season, but uh, you know, is there is there a particular reason you're you're there? Well, actually, I came here about like a exact exactly a year ago, actually, cause uh because my brother came here when he was also like 16. Oh wow! So then uh, my mom was like, "Hey, why don't we just why don't we just send you to Spain? Maybe you can train there a bit and see how it goes." So then I just since then I just started coming more often, and I really like the training here. It's awesome. It's, it's a great environment. Absolutely. Well, maybe that's a. I think that's a good transition back into kind of your childhood. You talked just now about your brother playing there, and you know I mentioned that you have two older brothers. Your mom also a former professional tennis player. Um, maybe maybe talk just a little bit about growing up. What it was like to to you know be in a family with two older brothers who were playing, and uh, also your mom, you know, a former Olympian too uh, on the on the tennis tour. Yeah, I mean. Well, my mom played tennis. She was about top 200 WTA. And uh, and my dad was actually an, an Olympic track runner as well. He won the Olympics twice. Um, so, yeah, I guess I grew up in a family pretty pretty athletic, I guess. <laughs> you could say and that. Then, 
Yeah, and then since I was the the youngest brother, I was always, you know, I was always trying to beat him in tennis and like try to try to be faster than him in running. So I guess I was always, I guess I was always super competitive about anything, even board games. And I mean, I think that's a good thing for sure. But I mean, it was it was it was awesome growing up with two older brothers and and a mom who played tennis. So just life life was tennis. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I, you know, considering your your mom being an Olympian, your your brother Eduardo playing at uh, Wake Forest and uh, Diego is that was SMU correct? Right? Uh, he's at LMU or in LMU. LA. Loyola, yeah, LMU. yeah, yeah. LMU. yeah. Um, you know, do you ever feel a, a kind of pressure to live up to them, or was it is it more of a competitive drive? You know, I'm I'm in a family also of of three brothers. However, I am the oldest, so I kind of you know I set that that bar for the younger guys. Did did it ever feel like there was a pressure for you as the youngest? Uh. A little bit, you know, because I saw Eduardo. I saw Eduardo play U.S. Open, and and I mean, I, I wanted to play U.S. Open juniors too. So I was like, well, I gotta, I, I gotta step it up a bit. No, but we're all we're all super supportive of each other. We all we all keep in touch. Like every day we talk, and I mean, it's honestly, it's really great. I love it. But I don't really, I don't really feel pressure to, to show them that like, hey, like I'm better than you, you know. But sometimes we gotta say it, you know. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. You, when was the when was the last time you and your your brothers played? Have you have you like played them in a match recently and you're finally like hell yeah I'm better than you guys? <laughs> actually, uh, Diego's here training with me for these two weeks. Oh nice. And we actually we played a set the other day and I beat him six four. But hey, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, but it was it's pretty cool. I haven't played Eduardo in a while, but yeah, it'll be a good match. <laughs> I, I bet you could take him now. He, he he's yeah, been yeah. slacking, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but you know, it, it's funny. I, I talked with him a little beforehand, and he he shared a few kind of cool stories uh, about you know you and your childhood. He talked about you know there was you, you played on some public courts near your house, and you would always ride your bike to the courts, and that was kind of like the highlight of your day. And loved your bike. You would like sometimes fall off, but. You'd come to practice all bloodied up and your your knees scraped up. Is that is that ring a bell? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that, that's that's where it all started, you know. We had practice practice at four. I'd finish school at three, eat a little snack, and just take my bike to the court. No, yeah, I'd get to the court with a bloody elbow, and mom'd be like, "What happened? I fell." All right, get your racket. We're gonna play. I was like, "No." <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, that was great. That was awesome. That two that's... two courts, yeah. That's a great story. And then, yeah, I, there's a little a little rumor that your kind of go-to if uh, you had a, a good practice was a 7-Eleven hot dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd, go, I'd go with my cousin. We'd have a good practice. And instead of going back home, there's like a little 7-Eleven on the way. I'd stop, get a hot dog, and then go home as fast as I can. Yeah. <laughs> what? W- wait, first of all, what public courts are these? I, I feel like I might even know where they are. Uh, they're called the – yeah, Woodland Hills Shoop Park. Yeah, dude, they're I, like they're like around the back. You have I, to go up a little hill. I know exactly where those are. I probably didn't even know the Seven Eleven that you went to. That's I love that. That's right near me. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Well, let, moving on, you know, to to some other questions about the family. Your your mother is still your coach, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. She has a. Um, also, I have a coach here in the academy. And then they're doing like fifty fifty, and it's great. I really like it. So what's what's yeah. that been like growing up with with your mom as a coach? I mean, you know, 
totally different. My mom like liked to, you know, think she could coach me back in the day when she would come to my UCA matches. And let me tell yeah. you, that was, that was not the move. Um, yeah. But what, what's it like, you know, having obviously someone who's such a, you know, experienced player and has, has had so much, you know, success on, on the tour. Yeah, no, I mean, it feels, I think, I think, I think it's better, you know, because it's someone that, that cares, that cares, like, cares so much about me and want, wants me to be the best player I can be. So when, when she tells you something, when she gets mad, like, she, like just know that, that she wants the best for me. And I feel like that, that, that really helps me improve on the court and also, also off the court as a person. Yeah. But she, I mean, it was, I mean, yeah, yeah you missed a couple of balls. You should yell at me, but I mean, it's fine. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I hear you, man. The the mom scolding never never gets old. You, you, yeah. you gotta know it's all out of love. Exactly. Uh, well, you know she's not the only one in your in your family that's that's had success. I know your brothers too. Uh, your cousins with Ernesto, who has also spent some time, you know, on the tour, and you know, I think he's gotten pretty close to breaking that top 100 has, has he someone that you know has been kind of a mentor for you have you talked to him kind of about his journey and and has he given you kind of any advice or suggestions as you make your way onto the the pro circuit i mean yeah yeah he was just tells me i mean just keep working hard hard just always compete and i mean we, we grew up together you know we grew up about an, an hour away from each other so we'd go hit sometimes we have a really close relationship still I mean, yeah, of course. He was he was a great player. I actually I actually think he broke top hundred. Yeah, I think he was like like sixty, sixty five. Yeah. And he, yeah, he put, he when he right. played that US Open. Yeah. Yeah, but I still see him around these challengers and I mean we always hang out, we're super close. Yeah. Awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Well maybe that's a good place to kind of transition to, you know, moving into your, your pro career. What what ultimately, you know, made you decide that that was the route you wanted to go you have two brothers that played college tennis and you know here on here in cracked rackets we talk a lot about the benefits of playing college uh you know i i've noticed through your record that you've played a lot of doubles and you clearly are a very strong doubles player but we've always said that you know it's you get a there's a huge benefit to college because of the doubles that you get to play and uh you know just the the teams that you get to be a part of what ultimately was you know your your reasoning or your why you made your decision to go pro instead of playing college uh well i mean i think it was always i always had the mindset of, of me going pro you know so i was a little kid like even in school what do you want to do oh i want to i want to be a professional tennis player yeah. And then once I and then once I realized that I could actually that I could actually do it at like 15, 15 years old, I was like, you know what, let's, let's do it. So I started working super hard, started trying to get some results in, and I mean, this has been a really good year. So I guess I I made a good decision there. No, but <laughs> I also feel like uh, yeah, I also feel like uh, like I mean, college is great, you know, because you get an education, you you get to play with the team. It's super fun, super competitive. Uh, yeah, the doubles is great. I love doubles. <laughs> I, I might, I might like it more than singles, but no. Nah. Yeah, honestly, I, I, I'm with you. I think I like doubles potentially more than yeah, singles. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot more fun for sure. A lot more competitive as well. But uh, no, yeah, I kind of feel like it was just a, a decision I made since I was a little kid, and I just, I just kept with it since. I love that, man. I love that. Well. It's actually maybe this is a good time to to do a little bit of something that we do on a lot of our cracked interviews. Uh, Westoff, give us the trivia sound effect, please.
So on a lot of these, we we like to you know do a little trivia with our interviewee and see if they can remember some of the matches that they that they played and, and their scores and results. Uh, so we're we're gonna take you back to to some tournaments uh, and and see if you can you know tell me you know who you beat, what the score was, uh, and and what in in the tournament that I that I bring up. So we're gonna start um, with your first. This is your first win, I think. Uh, yep, first win uh, on, on the ITF circuit. We're, we're taking you back. This is July of 2017 in Vancouver. You won the doubles draw here. Who were you playing with? I was playing with my brother, Diego. Hell yeah. So yeah. Do, you, do, you remember, so do you remember who you beat in the semifinals and what your score was? In the semifinals, we played... No, I remember the finals completely because that was a sick match. But the semis, <laughs> you guys whooped them. Uh, did we play? Did we play Alex Lee and a French kid? That's that was the quarterfinal. That was the quarters. Oh, then no, I don't. I don't remember the. I don't remember the semis. So the semis was Harper and Singh. You guys won 0-2. Oh, yeah, yeah. Smacked them. <laughs> I guess we're playing pretty good though. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you, yeah, I clearly you remember that final. What was that final score? I think the score was eleven nine in the ten in the ten point. It was ten, 10 eight. eight. Yeah. yeah, ten eight. Yeah, yeah. Six three yeah, six seven sick. ten eight ten eight. Yeah. And you played Bodie and Lyons Lions. Yeah, Jacer yeah. Jacer Lions and yeah. Bodie. Yeah. What what was that? What was that like? You know, winning not only winning your first you know tournament, but winning it with your brother. Yeah, no. The thing was that that tournament, my brother, my brother didn't get broken all mat all, all tournament. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, I mean, he was starting for the match at five four, and I missed like two easy volleys. I was like, no, no, we're gonna get broken. But and then we ended up getting broken, and my brother was so calm, and I was getting mad. My brother was like, "Yo, don't worry about it, man. We break him right here." I was like, "All right, all right." <laughs> and then we ended up losing the set, and then we ended up winning the tiebreaker. But no, I mean, to win my first tournament with my brother—that's just—that's a memory right there. That's awesome, man. Um, well, I'm a, I'm gonna take you now to another tournament. Let's see if you can remember. We're going to October 2017. This is the Pan American ITF uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You ended up. Well, I'm not gonna say the score, but. Do you remember who the semifinal match was against and what that score was? Yeah, it was against uh, Jacer J- J- Lyons. Yeah, again, yep, from Texas, and it was uh, I think it was just three and three or two and three. Two and three. That's that's two a good and three. Memory. Yeah. <laughs> and do you remember what happened in this final? In the final, yeah, I lost to uh, Andrew Fenty. Yeah. And it was two and five. Yeah, two and five. I, two the and only, five. Yeah, I had to bring it up because I'm a Michigan guy. Fenty, you know, yeah. our, our star, <laughs> our star freshman. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, sure that he's was awesome. Yeah, I'm sure that yeah, was a I tough, tough to match. Sick. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up one more for you. Um. Going singles again. The thing is, this is tough because th- these are 2018. I, I I'm I'm hoping you remember these ones. Um, yeah. But this is a uh, grade one in uh, Quinta Ecuador. And you, your semifinal match, who'd you play? What was the score? My semifinal match, I played, I played a Brazilian guy. Mm-hmm. His name was, his name was, oh, I forgot his name. No way. But I, I think <laughs> I remember the score. I, I know the third set was 6-3 in the third. I won it because I was down 3-1 with two break points. 
and I ended up winning 6-3. And then, but the first two were, I think it was like, it was like 6-2 something, something, and then 6-3. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> the third set. I don't remember the- so actually, your third set was six two. Believe it or not, you played Natan oh, really? Rodriguez from Brazil. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. seven six three six six two. You know, good. That's a pr- pretty sweet win in the semis. And then, do you remember your final yeah. your final score? Yeah, Facundo Facundo D- Acosta. Yep. And I lost seven five six. No, sorry, seven six six three. Five and three. No, you were you were right. Yeah. Oh, five and three. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you had it. Uh, well, well, nice job, man. That, uh, we this is tough. We we get people who, yeah. who literally have no idea some of their wait, scores. Wait, was the wait, was the first set a tiebreaker or seven five? Uh, it was it was seven five. Oh, seven five. Okay, yeah, okay. five and three. Okay. Um. Well, good job. That that that's always tough. Sometimes people are like, "Jeez, yeah. I can't remember any of this for." Yeah, shit. I thought you were gonna ask me like all like only final matches, and then you go like semis, and I was like. <laughs> 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 I didn't see that coming. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could throw you off guard. But uh, look, it, you've had some some good success in the ITFs. Um, you know, I hate to be, I, you know, I'm not trying to be uh, a d- here because you've you've made, you know, I think seven finals in ITFs after looking through your records. You, you've had some tough losses in finals. You know, I, what have you learned from that? Because Clearly, you know, the, the, those have started to probably, you know, sink in and, and kind of kick you in the butt to, you know, want to work harder, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, definitely, because after, well, actually, before Australian Open, I was, uh, I was talking to one of my, one of my coaches, and I mean, I told him, I told him, like, what's up? Like, hey, this is my, this is going to be my seventh final, and I, I and I, I haven't won one. I mean, it's it's definitely gonna go through my mind if I'm up a setting up a break, like hey, like oof, like I'm about to win this match, you know? Yeah. But uh, no, he just told me to stay calm. Everything's fine, and uh, and I ended up losing that match. <laughs> yeah. Fourteen, twelve in the third. But uh, no, I mean honestly, it just makes me want to work harder, you know? Absolutely. It, it, it doesn't it doesn't demotivate me. It just wants wants makes me want to work harder, keep going, because once I get that one tournament, it's gonna be great, and then I'm gonna keep getting more and more. So yeah. So, so maybe just you know, I know you talked about it a little bit, but talk to me a little bit more about that final in the Australian Open. I mean, crazy last match, and actually, I, I was I watched a good amount of this. I, I was I was cheering you on as you were playing. Um, but what what was going through your mind? I mean, you know, finals of a Junior Slam, um, you know, had some match points. What what was that whole experience like for you? Uh, I mean, it was great. I think it was like six four two six seven six. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, playing in Rod Laver Arena, there's there's nothing like it, you know. Yeah. So uh, it was it was awesome. I had a I had a great week. I also got finals of doubles there, so I was pretty happy about that too. And uh, I mean, I put some sick matches throughout the whole tournament. I was competing super hard, and I mean that 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 memory is gonna stick with me forever, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> well, well, let's move on from the junior the junior side well not, i don't even want to call it the junior the itf side because i know you played your first atp tournament this year in, in acapulco you know tough tough first round match against mackie mcdonald you know what what was it like playing that did that give you kind of the the sense of what the the you know atp side is like and what you need to do to improve um you know talk about your first atp experience uh yeah i got there and 
And I, I played some practice sets with a couple of pros before, like Ferrer, uh, Seppi, and Lajovic. Nice. And uh, and I actually beat I actually beat Seppi. I was five four <laughs> with Ferrer, and I lost seven six to Lajovic. Dusan Lajovic. Yeah. So then, uh, Dusan so the I mean, honestly, yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, I got in. I was I was I was honestly pre- pretty confident. Hey, like I could I I could win this match. Because I mean, I got a I got a good player. I mean, he came from getting semis in Del Rey, beating Del Potro, mm-hmm. which is huge. So he had a lot of confidence as well. But I mean, I was, I, I guess like you said, I was I was a little nervous as well playing that first 500 event. And uh, yeah, I guess I I'm, I guess I started pretty fast. And uh, and he was just he just he just took control from there. And in the second set, I had a couple of chances just to stay in the match, but I didn't I didn't come in clutch. <laughs> nah, but it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I mean, Mackie is one of those guys. It's a you know a young American. Have you had the chance to you know talk to some of those guys? Because there there's got to be you know somewhat of a. I mean, I know that there's like a pretty tight knit uh, young American community. Have you have you talked to guys like Mackie and Tommy Paul and and some of them? I, I know you know Ernesto obviously is in that group as well. And uh, are you have you started to kind of get integrated into that group and and you know travel with them a little bit? Well, the thing is that they actually uh, they actually grew up with Eduardo. They were they right. were in Eduardo's time, so they were traveling with him. And whenever I'd go to tournaments with Eduardo, you know, I'd see them and I'd be like, "Oh, these players are great! Like they're unreal." And then now that I'm playing against them, it's like, "Oh, this is this is incredible," you know. It's gotta be. But surreal. uh, I yeah, I haven't really started traveling with them yet. But I mean, I I definitely see them at some challengers and stuff. But uh, but no, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty good friends with all of them. They're really nice. They're great. Yeah, I mean, we we've had a couple of them on on the interviews and uh, the cracked interviews, and and they are great guys. Um, talk to, talk to me a little bit about you know what what are your pro aspirations? Obviously, you you just played your your first ATP five hundred in Acapulco. Uh, you know, you're you're training now for the grass. What what's the hope for you know the rest of twenty nineteen and then looking into twenty twenty? Uh. Well, right now I just want to finish the finish the junior career pretty pretty strong with these last two Grand Slams, and then uh, and then get started on the on the pro grind. But uh, for now, I think it's just just maybe finish finish the year finish the year with a pretty good ATP ranking, and then uh, and then start the grind. <laughs> yeah, do do as best as you can in those junior slams, and uh, yeah. maybe earn yourself some wild cards into the into the actual guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, awesome. Um, you know, another little, little story that I got, uh, from your brother, you know, talking, I was talking to him about, you know, who some of your role models uh, are, uh, there, there's a story about Yvonne Lendl, uh, talking to you at, at the 2017 Orange Bowl. Uh, is that one of the guys that, you know, you would consider one of your, your idols role models? And is there anyone else that you kind of look up to and, and try to emulate your game after? I mean, yeah, most definitely, because I ended up, I ended up losing first round there to Jonas Forjatek from Czech, seven six in the third, and uh, and then the day after, Lando comes up to me and goes like, "Hey, like, can we talk about your match?" And I was like, "Oh, oh my God, this is on Lando." And so yeah, so then uh, so we ended up talking a bit, and then I ended up going to Orlando with him for a week and training with him, which was, I mean, which was incredible. And then, uh, yeah, every now and then he shoots me a little text, and I mean, it's it's all, it's, it's unreal, honestly. Yeah, that that is crazy. If I had Lando yeah. texting me, I'd 
in my pants. That, that's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, that's pretty so, cool. So, so cool. Uh, who, who else on the tour, you know, what, what kind of guys, uh, any guys that you try and emulate your game after uh, that you grew up watching that kind of inspired you to, to get to this place? I think my my role model and my uh, and my the guy I'd always look up to was uh, was David Ferrer. Mm-hmm. Every time, because I mean, just looking at his height and looking that he, I mean, he couldn't really. I mean, he he got a, definitely got a few points from his serve, but not as much as the other guys with a better height advantage would have. And he would just he would just work the point like crazy, and then end up hitting a winner on you. And he'd do that every point the whole match. He wouldn't drop his energy. And I mean, I just his work ethic is just incredible, and I just I try to copy that as best as I can. I hear you. the The dude is an absolute beast, and uh, yeah, sad to see him, you know, retire this year. I know everyone's gonna miss seeing him on the court, and it must have been, you know, considering that is one of your, you know, favorite players and guys you grew up playing against, or excuse me, watching play. It must have been just ridiculous to to actually yeah. get to play against him in practice. Yeah, it was incredible. Exactly. Yeah, I was about to say that, and then I and then I got the chance before he retired to play in the set. So and, cool. uh, yeah, he he was starting for the set at five four, but we never finished, so it was it was equal. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you you can say you tied David Ferrer. That, yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we we like to always also in these interviews. Uh, do a, a little rapid fire segment where I'm gonna fire off a bunch of questions and you just give me you know the first thing that comes to your mind. So uh, West off, hit us with the rapid fire sound effect, please. All right. So first question, uh, favorite place you've traveled to? Uh, Milan, Italy. Milan. Wow. What what about Milan? Do you like? I mean, besides the food, because the food's obviously amazing. Yeah, the food's unreal. I mean. There's uh you have the the Duomo the cathedral which is incredible mm-hmm. and then you have you have these cities that just look super beautiful with all the trees the buildings and I, I love that environment. Awesome. Um, next one favorite stroke. Forehand, inside out. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> glad you clarified that. It's very very important. Um, favorite doubles partner that you've had <laughs> my, my brother diego <laughs> all right i was i was that was a test i wasn't sure if you were gonna yeah. do that um favorite hobby outside of tennis uh playing american football american fo- I, i'm also glad yeah. that you clarify what what's your position if you have uh to. i play every position quarterback wide receiver <laughs> running back safety cornerback yeah. i got everything Everything. I was actually little fun fact. I was the I was the quarterback from my elementary school, and I took it to the finals, but we ended up losing. Hey, there it is. I was also the quarterback yeah. of my of my elementary school. It was a big deal back then, man. I, I know. it was. Yeah, it was big. <laughs> yeah, that felt like my U.S. Open when I was in that that finals yeah. of sixth grade. You know, flag football. Exactly. Whew. Those were the days. That, that, that was legit. <laughs> um, all right, a few more. Uh, favorite post match meal. You you just won. Uh, you won a tournament. Favorite post match meal? Oof! Just won a tournament. I'm going to In and Out, getting two yes. double doubles, animal fries, and a milkshake. Two double doubles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would throw up everywhere if I had two double doubles, animal style fries, and a milkshake. That's ridiculous. Um, all right. I I know I asked you what your favorite stroke is. If you could take a stroke from any player on tour, what would it be and why? Uh. I think I'm gonna take John Isner's serve. Yeah, get a free point whenever I want. (laughs) 
Dude, I've been so happy with all your answers. And then you give me the most basic answer ever. John Isner's serve. Come on, man. Any- <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> we get we get that too often when, when we ask that question. Yeah. I'm always just I was like, gonna, I was going to say Ver- Verdasco's forehand. Dude, I would have been I like, so much happier yeah, if you but, had said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I like my forehand right now, so. <laughs> all right, all right. I hear you. Um, All right. Last question for you. Ooh, what I want to hit you with. Um, favorite brother. <laughs> favorite brother. Oof, that's such a tough one. Uh, I mean, I think I'm closer with Diego, but I mean, I'm close. I'm close with both both of them. They're hilarious. They're the best. Yeah, I couldn't ask for better bros. Uh, I'm sorry I had to do that to you. I, I, I... <laughs> Only it's I only did it because I've got two brothers. Gruskin also has two brothers. You know we we're we're a, a, yeah. a, a big group of of three brothers. So uh, I thought you'd you'd find that one funny. But um yeah no it's good. <laughs> well Amelia look thank you for for coming on the cracked interviews. Is there anything else that our fans should know about you? Anything that they should be looking forward to and you know for you in in 2019? What what should we be looking for from you? Uh I don't know just stay posted. Stay the results. Playing U.S. Open, it's gonna be sick, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great finish to the year. Let's do it. Awesome, man. Well, I, I think uh, a bunch of us will be at the U.S. Open, so hopefully we can we can catch up there. But again, Emilio, thank you so much for joining the Cracked Interviews, and uh, we'll be sure to to get you back on once you win your first uh, Junior Slam. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Super fun. It was awesome. Thank you. Awesome, man. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Later.